Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Yeah, man. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> what What are you over there doing, bro? Drunk behind the wheel, apparently. Apparently, because it's not even a pay-per-view. <laughs> no, Don't leave me. Leave them all. <laughs> that's the playlist, man. Shout out to my guy, Chicago. <laughs> Yo, uh, before we get started, I forgot to say this last week when last week's episode, but uh, huge recipe shout out to Black Rob. Also, uh, as of last week, even bigger recipe shout out to the homeboy Shock G of Digital Underground. Uh, Bro, last week's show crazy. and this week's show combined will be dedicated to both you guys' memories. Uh, you know, hip hop ain't gonna be the same. We lost a, a, a hell of an MC and a real and a, one of the realest MCs ever, most most uh, like highly underrated, and one of the illest musicians to ever grace a microphone and, and don uh, a hip hop title of any sort in Shock G. So, to both of those guys, you know, rest up and. Uh, you know, to your loved ones, especially Beast Family, uh, Beast Radio Family's own Money B. You know, our heartfelt condolences out to you and your families uh, with with these losses. So, from us to y'all, that's what we got. Now, uh, anything you want to add to that, Suave? Uh, it's just crazy. Like I consider myself to be, you know, somewhat knowledgeable on hip hop and hip hop history. I just it never dawned on me how influential and intelligent and insightful shock g was because i wasn't boy i wasn't hearing and seeing interviews but his understanding and his grasp of knowledge of not only the musical composition side but how to explain the style of an mc is like wow this guy knows what he's talking about he he's he was on a completely different plane i had the privilege of gracing a stage with him in houston back in 2008 i've actually met him there and then uh, a couple other times after that here in dallas with uh, with money b and uh, me, uh, me and mun are you know thick as thieves of, of course but uh but it was a pleasure to, to meet shock but like weird like the, the energy was like any anytime people refer to him as weird, it's for a reason. Um, he was out there. He he was a spacey dude. And being a child, like their Digital Underground second album was called Sons of the P. And if you knew anything about P Funk prior to listening to Digital Underground anything, you knew a P Funk album usually consisted of about six songs maybe at the most so one one song may be 10 15 minutes long this album was an album of eight nine ten minute songs and it's one of the most complete compositions it's easily my favorite digital underground album sex packets is a classic sons of the p is my favorite digital underground album and and there's a lot more i think there was like six total digital underground albums 
and they're and they're wild, man. They're they're you would never hear these joints on the radio. You're not going to play them around your friends. This is the <laughs> album that you sit and listen to by yourself or with the misses while you're talking about nothing. You just sit there. It's listening to a digital underground album is the equivalent of reading a book. Past sons, and I'm sorry, past sex, uh, sex packets, and past this is an EP release. Um, sons of the P and everything after uh, Sons of the P, uh, Body Hat Syndrome, uh, like all those, like um, even the album that Looney's was on with that, uh, with that, uh, we uh, we got more. Even even that mm-hmm. album, like Spacey, just, just it's the equivalent of reading a book. You need to enjoy that by yourself and tell people about it so they can do the exact same. If you don't believe me, now I. You you must as a as a hip hop head as an MC as a DJ you must hear like you must swab go do you do your lit on those man I got you if you don't if you need help now now I have homework yes yes <laughs> and be objective I mean you you know what you're getting into you know what I'm saying like right. I, I'm not trying to set anybody else I'm not trying to set you up for you know like what am I listening to nah it's 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 genius it's it's art. It's definitely that. So I I go on for for hours and days talking about the skill of the of who is Shock G, and I wish more people would. But you know, we got a lifetime for that. So let's let's let everybody everybody else tell their stories. In fact, I'm trying to get um my guy Scott Knox. I want him to, to come on and because he's not the biggest wrestling fan, but even one of his first mixtapes when he got on the road with Digital Underground before me meeting him was called Gorilla Monsoon. So, oh shit! <laughs> so there's a tie-in there. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get it going. We'll 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 get Scott on here probably one of the next two episodes. And we'll talk about it. Might even do a um uh like a tribute, like mixed tribute show with uh with a bunch of Digital Underground because I got all their albums anyway. So there's that. Um, yeah. So that's 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 the music side of this, the hip hop side of this thing. Um, facts, facts, <laughs> facts. We had another phenomenal episode last week with the Petty Messiah just pop popping in <laughs> <laughs> with his uh, with a, with an unpaid uh <laughs> unpaid visit from Black Lesnar. <laughs> nah, nah, he refuses to accept the fact that that is an unpaid episode. I I believe in paying people, so I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna tax him like that. Like I believe in paying people. <laughs> right on. So I, I guess I'll let him make it. I want to get paid. Yeah, we want we we all want to get paid. I guess we'll let them make it. So we'll have to renegotiate. Um, a, an episode short, in my opinion, we'll have to renegotiate. But you know, who who am I to argue? When we went off the air last week, we we completely. No, what you what? Go ahead. What you do is you take all you take all of your frustrations and you put them into the language of the new contract. <laughs> That, that's what you do. That's what you do. What's going to end up happening is we're going to get a whole conference with Deshaun St. Julian, which is going to take up a whole episode, which he's going to file Black Lesnar clauses throughout. I'm not. I'm, so, I'm not so happy. Okay. I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm happy with that. Look, that's why you have to start these negotiations via text early. Oh man. Well, in that regard, when we went off last week, we were we meant to talk about. A pay-per-view that was coming up because it has some pretty monumental implications it's kind of i'm kind of happy that we didn't talk about it because now we have a small little game we're going to try to play with this one not to shit on anybody let me preface that 
Impact Wrestling had their uh, their rebellion. Not the shit on body. Not the <laughs> shit on nobody, but we finna shit on somebody. <laughs> Impact Wrestling had their uh, rebellion pay per view, and Impact has been doing great numbers by themselves on Tuesdays and then Thursdays. Now that NXT is on Tuesdays, and they've been moved to Thursdays, but Kenny Omega has been increasing the Impact numbers as well as the AEW numbers with this tie-in with Don Callis with Impact. So, we're going to run down the card. On the card, you tell me if you care or don't care about the match. And then if you don't care about the match, we'll move on to the next match. Because ultimately, we're going... We're we're, 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 (laughs) Lo es cual es es. It is what it is. But we're going going somewhere with this. (laughs) You are setting me up... Hey, well, you set me up to be the bad guy here, bro. Hey, man, hey, things happen. You you ready? You, you ready, B? Yeah, let's roll. All right. In the pre-show, in the pre-show, you had Rosemary and Havoc versus Kimberly and Susan. Okay. Don't Josh, Josh Alexander versus Ace Austin and uh, TJP for the uh, X Division Championship. Interesting here. Barely care, but look, look. Inter- interesting here. Here's here's why you barely care. I'm sure. TJP is running roughshod through a, a MLW right now, while also collecting the bag and Impact. You're on the Impact pay per view the same week that you're on MLW TV, losing to your uh to your protege. You 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 doing you doing big bag numbers over here, homie. And we, we we're not mad at you for that. Violent by design versus uh. Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack. First of all, do you even know who Violent by Design is? That was going to be the reason I said I care, because I want to know who that is. Diener, Joe Doring, Rhino, and Eric Young. And Eric Young replaced himself with W. Morrissey. First of all, I'm really perturbed that we couldn't negotiate something better than W. Morrissey. <laughs> you couldn't think of anything better than his government name. He's gone from <laughs> Big Cass to Cass XL. You couldn't just call him XL? Listen, that was the whole the whole thing was his name was going to be Cass XL. Not to mention he had already been an impact for a couple a cup a cup of coffee. <laughs> a cup of haters. Like you could have. A cup of haters. You could have called him. Oh, you could have called him OG Cash. You could have done anything. I, I'm making this stuff up as we go. I don't have these names written down on a pad. I'm just being creative, I'm, sorta. I mean, in- this isn't difficult. I don't have to dig in a deep bag of references or whatever to pull out a better name than just they put his government out there. William Morrissey. W Morrison. Yes, okay. Uh Brian Brian Myers. W like he's a rich kid. <laughs> like I'm just gonna call some hey W. <laughs> Never. Nah, um, don't do that. Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona in a singles match. For those of you unaware or under a rock, that would be Zach Ryder versus Kurt Hawkins. The edgeheads are, are are squaring off. 
it was good to see that Brian Myers actually got a victory because he he needed it more than Matt Cardona did. I'll say he's that. out of WWE. Why is that still the conversation? He needs a victory. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> See, that's the whole thing. That's why WWE television is means what it means and it is what it is. Perception is reality. So now that man has moved on from that company with an opportunity to start over fresh. And, and doing the and exact same thing. For less money. <laughs> Jordan Grace and the re uh the reemergence of Rachel Ellering uh versus Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles, aka Fire and Flavor for the knockout championship. Sure, I, I, I care enough. Fine. All right, we have new champions in Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering, who who was accompanied by uh Jazz. Uh, Trey young, Ma- Trey young, Miguel Young Rach. Yeah, young Rach, young Young, uh, young precious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Trey McGill versus Sammy Callahan in the last man standing match. Sure, I'm interested. Why not? They actually, they act, this actually had a decent story behind it. Sammy Callahan was beating the dog piss out of uh, out of Trey McGill, just walking him for weeks, and Trey McGill finally gets the gets the victory in the last man standing match. Um, New Japan uh, influx. Finn Juice, Dave Finley, and uh, Juice Robinson, the Impact World Tag Team Champions versus the Good Brothers in a rematch. Sure, why not? Go ahead. Finn Juice retains. Deanna Parazzo uh, versus... Talk, talking by my Finn Juice. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I still had my tonsils for that one because I could have hit that shit. Um... Deanna Parazzo versus Tennille Dashwood for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Um, sure. (laughs) Deanna Parazzo defeats Tennille Dashwood. And finally, congratulations. When it takes all, AEW World Champion Kenny Omega takes on Impact World Champion Rich Swan. Impact and TNA World Champion Rich Swan. Naturally, this is where we're going with this whole pay-per-view was for this. The first time in modern in modern wrestling history, two active wrestling companies put their titles on the line for a winner take all, and the winner shows up on their program with the other's title while the other company is still in motion. Kenny Omega wins clean over Rich Swan in this match to become the AEW world champion, the TNA world champion, and the Impact world champion. Even though TNA no, no longer exists, no. Impact does. Don't forget the Triple I Mega champion. The Triple I Mega champion, which is not necessarily a world title either. It's just a title. Because the Triple A champion, I mean, they- I mean it's... I mean, they they count it, but he never has it on camera anymore. He never goes to Mexico and defends it either. He did remember when he did that head dive into nobody. That was four months ago. They was defending the title. Apparently, there's no thirty day rule. Call Bill. All right, Bill stripped his Canadian ass. (laughs) Of course, he wouldn't have made it out of Mexico either. But you know, wow, there's that too. Um, 
So as as we're gonna say the wrong you're gonna say the wrong shit in Mexico and it's gonna be a a, a, a gas barrel for you, pal. <laughs> Yo, uh, did you get a chance to watch uh, NXT this week? I suffered through that. <laughs> I, I suffered through that shit. How yeah, how dude. is it that? Hey, how, you need to put us in the scholarship fund. We ought to be. Yeah, we behind because we we were we're reverting back to our old ways. I guess we said fuck the sponsor. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm racking, the hell I'm, with your money. I'm racking them up. Hold on. I'm just just gonna keep going. <laughs> like say your your money don't count like ours. We gonna say what we want. Somewhere I'm I'm in the back with a green visor. You just plug plug into the drawer. <laughs> and why is that's it, what I'm talking about? The, the green clear visor. Yeah. Why? why what was the significance <laughs> of the green visor anyway? Was this the, supposed to deflect the color of the money? Like I don't understand the green visor. Because <laughs> they used to sit at poker tables and they had a, the overhead light, so it would keep the overhead light out of the eye while they cooking the books. <laughs> oh man let's see Tele- you gotta, telegraphers you accountants and, and copy to the elbow <laughs> and it was it was supposed to the block <laughs> the incandescent lights and candles got you I just didn't understand why green mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I, I really don't know we'd have to ask somebody in the 80s I don't know with, with our newfound bag we might need to get us invest us uh, in some, to some, uh, some green visors you know what? I I think that might be all right. Let's get us some green visors and <laughs> and some suspenders and some long sleeve pinstripe dress shirts that we roll up to the elbow. Hey, no no no! Shouts out to uh to BMZ. He actually clowned me. I had on a khaki <laughs> visor back a few years ago. I had shaved my head bald so to block the uh the reflection off my head. I was wearing a visor, and he was like, "What are you, what are you in the eighties? I'm like, "Why are you on my helmet though, fam?" <laughs> so pause. So if we if we go back and get us some green visors just for the sake of being like you know we got this bag now you feel me? Um, I, I mean why not? Who are you to judge us? Judge your mammies. How is it that NXT, which was the best program on TV for years, has become damn near unwatchable? Now you say uh, a show that was. The best top tier has become unwatchable. It, not that, just not just top tier. It's been the the bar by which all wrestling shows have been like trying to establish themselves as for years, and out of nowhere, I got you. Like they, they, they've gone back to NXT on YouTube channels. Like they've gone back prior to when uh, when Bo Dallas was a uh, Bo Rotundo actually was the NXT champion. They've gone back before that. And even that was still more watchable than this. And that's <laughs> so you not- mean like, like, <laughs> yikes! And going back to like FCW, like, like, just like right after FCW, like, yikes! I, I don't know. I, I keep, we keep pointing at the same thing that the creative is not connecting with the audience that you're trying to to convert. It's just it's not. It's triple C's. Your creative is not connecting with the people you are trying to convert. Your conversion rate is trash because your creative is ass. So your connection's poor. Bars. Well, out of this week's NXT, there's a very uh, entertaining uh, interview from a detached Adam Cole with someone who works for Sports Illustrated and ESPN. 
I don't know what the tie in is going to be here eventually. And maybe they're trying to add some more visibility and legitimacy to NXT. But right now ain't the time to do that, fam, in my opinion. Oh, and why does Kyle O'Reilly look like great value uh, Orange Cassidy? I don't understand it. Like, okay, here's here's what I've come to understand. The, the worldwide leader in their actual profession. Say it again. Say it again. The, the worldwide leader in their actual profession is more reactive than proactive. And what I what I mean by that, if you go back and look at the Monday Night Wars, when the Monday Night Wars first started, WWE was cartoon land. It was still occupational gimmicks. You still had Duke the Dumpster Drossy on Raw every Monday. Bastion Booger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You had just gotten out of the you weren't you still weren't in doink territory, but you had the ultimate warrior who would jump in and out of character when he got ready. Jerry Lawler was still wrestling. The oddities were wait, were a big thing. The oddities weren't even around yet. We got to them a little later. I mean, even I'm saying even later though. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But like which I mean, but you're talking about specifically before the attitude era. But yeah, like uh the page yeah. the 90, Patriot 94, 94. The Patriot leaves yeah. go, global force because they shut down global force uh the gwf and goes to the yeah. e as the patriot because they no longer ha have big bag terry i mean it's just the it's the whole and luger, 94 95 and early 96 and luger was like, a failed experiment not, not not to forget about that dean douglas um just all of that stuff and wcw they're still doing cartoon stuff too because like me going back watching you know a bunch of nitros from early 96 and going into the end of 96 glacier was still glacier. getting debut commercials uh alex wright that that's wunderkin was do was doing had a techno dance boy gimmick yeah and and by the time scott hall actually shows up we're only maybe three four months removed from like triple cage of doom where like the dungeon of doom and zeus aka debo and a couple other people are in this cage and it's the it, they literally are called the united the the alliance to end hulkamania <laughs> and you had savage and hogan run through 12 heels in one pay-per-view in a triple cage nonsense complete nonsense but at some point eric bischoff decided that we were going to go more reality based with you start using people's real names you start using real controversial topics and started blurring the lines of truth kayfabe well you gotta remember when, whatever when, when eric bischoff was in the awa big scott hall was a was one of the the, the biggest baby faces alongside kurt henning facts they all they all know each other I mean, Nash and Hall have been there as, you know, Oz and the Diamond Stud and all, all of that happened. Speak, well, speaking of, hold on, let me stop you real quick. Speaking of the of the Diamond Stud and Oz, bruh, do you know that they, they're trying to re reinvent the Diamond Mine on NXT? And I don't know if they're doing any reference to Diamond Dallas Page with this. I mean, the click is running NXT, so I'm pretty sure they have some input. I would hope they so. signed off on it. I would hope so. But continue. Hell, Damian Priest was Razor Ramon Jr. before, you know, he got called up. Briefly. <laughs> very, briefly. Very briefly. But I, I said I said all that to say, you know, WWE was not, or well, WWF then, 
they were still doing, you know, cartoonish presentation. The the Undertaker still kind of looked like a, a cartoon ghost because, you know, this is when he went back to purple gloves and purple spats and he had that uh the the face mask on by after getting his orbitals broke. Yeah, and then bad, it was, it was <laughs> but yeah, all of a sudden, oh hell, Steve Austin was the ringmaster for the first part of '96. Man, listen. <laughs> But I say all that to say, once WCW started gaining traction and making, you know, gr- making up ground in the ratings and making up ground financially by going more reality based, then and only then did you see WWE follow suit. They just did it better. And then even that's kind of arguable if they did it better. But like you're comparing the, the NWO's run to the Attitude Era. So by that metric, yes, WWF did it better. What I'm seeing now is again creative that doesn't connect, and yeah. So what? I, so for Kyle O'Reilly to start dressing up like Orange Cassidy, it's one of two things. One is an inside joke. <laughs> is it, first is and it foremost, because look. At, who we're dealing with we're not talking about you know monday and friday we're talking about the tuesday crew who's in charge of tuesday all, all everybody from the 90s which it doesn't always reflect in the actual programming but it does kind of reflect in you know the training it reflects in, in the talent that's being picked xyz so when i look at that i'm like okay it's an inside joke the other thing I'm looking at is they're just mirroring what they see. Mm-hmm. So if if Impact does a million viewers with whatever their creative is that week, well, let's cherry pick what we like from there and then do it because we'll do it with a higher production value. That ain't the answer, fam. Nah, bro. Like the last thing you need to do is go and 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 try to literally jack not just ideas but visuals from who became the reason why you left your home on Wednesday because you know that's not an accident you look at that and you absolutely realize that's not an accident that didn't just happen on some oh today I wore a a jean jacket and sunglasses like nah this was carefully crafted and Kyle kind of sold it on camera which made me think okay inside joke but at the same time, like the whole cool Kyle sh- shtick. Like, what are we doing? Like Orange Cassie, Strawberry Blonde, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Ginger, with a ginger beard. Like you, you put a a a denim jacket with uh with sheepskin or 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 wool around the neck, Sherlin style, if you will. And <sighs> nah, man, you just. <laughs> Cause see, let's let's keep it a thousand. I can really only handle and tolerate Orange Cassidy in small doses. I get the gimmick. Nobody needs to explain it to me. I just can only take so much of it. Kyle O'Reilly would be the version of Orange Cassidy that can go. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> uh oh. Here, here, here we go. Here's the thing. <laughs> give a shit about it to begin with <laughs> now you can miss me with all delete all that shit peggy delete 
<laughs> delete all of it. I don't care about any of it. It doesn't move the needle for me whatsoever. I do realize that there are a segment of people that watch professional wrestling that are entertained by that. I just happen not to be one of them when you try to give it to me over the course of a show. If it's a one-off, fine. Sure. Whatever you want to do. But don't don't try. Okay. I watched Impact. I'm not Impact. I watched um, Dynamite tonight. Do you know Orange Cassidy is the number two ranked contender in all of AEW? <laughs> what has he won? When is the last time he's actually wrestled on television? All his matches have been on dark. He wrestled on television tonight. I can't tell you when the last time it was before then, unless it was like the the stu- the the blow off angle with uh, Miro and Kip. But he hasn't lost in 2021. So that's the other crazy thing. So they're still, you know, pushing the the value and the equity in Orange Cassidy. But I'm like, you look at that roster and you think of all the possible contenders for a world heavyweight championship. And Orange Cassidy is number two. (laughs) What is the long term thinking here? So let's let's get this right. Typically, the person using uh, holding your. Uh, work work rate title is your number one contender. Or, or is that a safe assumption? Yes, yeah, so that would be Darby. Darby with the AEW TNT Championship. Is, For those of you who, who grew up in, with early 90s WCW when they were doing the top 10, the United States champion was always ranked number one because he was the number one contender to the world title. Usually the Intercontinental title holder was number two or three in the world behind the WWF champion at the time and whoever was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion at the time. Because okay. that's, I can, that's... I can co-sign that. So, alright. So, that said, number two, someone who hasn't wrestled on TV in a month of Sundays and two Mondays, Orange Cassidy, your number one contender is your AEW TNT title holder, Darby Allin. With your world champion being Kenny Omega, let that sit and res and, and just marinate in your drink for a second. Kenny Omega in a handicap match versus Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Not to knock either one of those guys, Darby or Orange Cassidy. If Kenny just goes kung fu, Kenny, and goes back to the cleaner and without all the theatrics. He will dog walk the both of them in less than 45 seconds. Is that a safe assumption? Now, who are we dog walking this time? Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Um, you're, you're, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely dog walk Orange Cassidy. Darby will run from him just long enough not to get dog walked, but pancaked. <laughs> okay. It, but we're talking about the easily... Um, oh, I'm sorry. He w- this is not this is not easily because honestly, the number one champion in the world right now has to be Bobby Lashley. Has to be only because of Bobby Bobby Lashley's legitimate pedigree. That, so, that would be a decent mixtape to put together. Look at all the world champions and rank them. Because if Bobby's one, then Jacob Fatu is probably let's, two. Let's 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 do it. We got time. Shit, let's we need content. Let's <clears> let's do this. 
So we ain't doing shit else. <laughs> we ain't doing shit else. We were we were going to do a, a, the new uh, the new Hurt Business 2.0 mixtape, but why? For what? We'll, we'll we'll get to that. Don't worry about it. We got it. All right. So don't worry about it. The bank will let us slide. Your current world champions: MLW, Jacob Fatu, the Small Werewolf. That's my number two, if not number one. What? No, no. We'll we'll, we'll rank them here here in a second. We'll glad I'll gladly put numbers by these here in a second. We got Raw. Gotcha. With Lashley. We mm-hmm. have SmackDown with the uh, the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, the 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 the, the, the check the, the check signer. Um, NXT. Who's the NXT champion? See, that, that's a damn shame. Finn, um, is it Finn Balor? No, it's Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross. <clears throat> um, which <laughs> they, I'm, I'm glad he's back on top because I mean you know you know when you when you leave an NXT and you leave due to injury that your earmarked to come back for you know taking taking back your spot again so I'm glad to see that lightweight. Um, let's see here, uh, ROH World Champion. Who's the world champion right now? Um. Don't give me the telling lie. Do your Googles. Uh, let's see here. Where is this thing at? There we go. All right. Currently, the ROH World Heavyweight Champion is... No, is it Rush still? Oh, it's Rush. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, it's 425 days. So. I know I read that earlier, but I didn't want to be wrong. Well, because well, he, he had a match um, last month. It was a three-way um and but his, the thing about his his title reign the reason I was even more surprised not the fact that it, that it is rush is more so than the fact that it's been for over a year so they're they're getting getting ready to kick back off and then Dr- Jacob Fatu has held the uh MLW belt for almost 2 years if not over 2 years at this point um let's see here AEW slash Impact is going to be Kenny Omega. We also have New Japan. Let's see here. That's the one I was waiting on. That's gonna be uh, uh, Osprey. Well, Osprey is <laughs> in New Japan, or, or, or as, yeah, or as I've heard him refer to on the spray. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that shit was funny. <laughs> like every every so often, I, I come across one. Oh, like, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> That is hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, that that's both <laughs> that's both sad and amusing at the same damn time. At the same Bruh, damn that, time, that is that is pinpoint <laughs> accuracy. That is marksman stuff. Like you ought not run afoul of that person ever. To quote Big Sean, or that <laughs> or, or that hit your ass from like way a ways away. <laughs> For real, like, bruh. Shit. <laughs> Will, I was like, damn, did I write that? No, nah, I didn't even write this one. Like, shoot. Oh, man. That, that come that come out of our playbook of some shit that we would say in the group text, but it would never see the light of day. Lightweight heavy. I'm telling you. Whew, good Lord. Yeah, like our our, our old name for uh for Kyrie Saint and uh, for, no, uh our uh, old name uh, for uh, the Boogie uh, Warriors. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Or how we done we done uh, run up this whole list of aliases for the young bucks, or the load warriors, or the block control express, or the mean yeah, tweet posse, you know all that. Oh, shit. I, I added a new one: the, the great value Motor City machine guns. <laughs> but yeah, all, all of that. <laughs> will will on the spray. 
<laughs> caught me so off guard. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the, the Legion of Boo. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Oh, that's a classic one there. <laughs> oh that's, man, yeah. That's, that's all right. Buddy. <laughs> so we so we have just just to run them down. We have MLW, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, ROH, Impact, AEW, and New Japan. Are we missing anybody? Um, ML, you got MLW right? Yes. NWA Power. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he if anybody deserves it off the radar, he definitely deserves it. Um, oh, I know which one you're missing too. Yes, what's that? NXT UK. Oh, good, good call. Good, mm-hmm. good call. Ring in or out. My God, Walter. Mom, Walter. And he's the only one I put in all caps. <laughs> so, all that's right. a sign of respect. I like it. All right. So, number one, um, I'm going to put Lashley number one. I don't argue with that. I'm cool with that. Now, what are, what is the criteria we're using for this mixtape? Legitimacy, title reign, uh, strength of title. Okay. Um, legitimacy? Yeah. Uh, Jacob Fatu is number two. By all means. Um, and I'm saying that... My, my guy got real life bodies. It, it's not It's not even more so the real life bodies. Uh, on, well, that, it, actually, it actually is because that's one reason why Lashley ranks so high. Um, and you can never... You- could never negate the real life bodies but also the fact that he has held in fact let me get a date total on this because i believe he's we're well over 700 days uh uh world heavyweight championship let's take a look here jacob fatu oh, i thought i thought we were at 700 we're close it's 663 days so it's still damn near two years july 6th uh, if he still has a title by then, which more than likely he will, since they're going back to Philadelphia in uh, July, more than likely with the two-year anniversary and the crowning of that two-year reign from Jacob Fatu. So there's that. Um, number three. <sighs> I would, who's that? Walter. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with Walter. that. Volta will legitimately cave your chest in with that bullshit. Come around there playing if you want to and get your whole shit lumped up. You know who deserves to be number three, but it's probably going to be closer to six or seven simply because of strength of title right now? Nick, Nick Aldis. Because look at how long he's held the title. And he still was defending it even though no one saw it. I can, I can see that. And he is he is the uh, the 2021 embodiment of what Ric Flair used to be. Traveling champion. There, there it is. So for that reason, number four. Um, this look. is where it starts to get a little different because the first three, because of the criteria legitimacy, those first three are easy to pick because it's like, bro, if I am out anywhere. And I'm with them. I know I got somebody who's gonna swing. You, you might as well be with Haku. You, you feel me? <laughs> like a reasonable facsimile there. Of, uh, I know for a fact if I go anywhere with any one of those three, 
ain't nobody getting slid up on the table. It's gonna be some few people getting slid. Please, nobody I came with. It's gonna be some people getting slid. Right, right. They, they gonna do the, <laughs> the slide. They they will not be slid under a table. They will do the slide. <laughs> All right. So some of these other guys, I'm not so sure. So let me let me run it down for you. We have Reigns, Cross, R- uh, Rush, Omega, Osprey, and Aldis. I'm I'm leaning towards Reigns right now, but it's going to be out of Reigns and Cross. Now, the strength of, um, the strength of those titles is going to be higher than anything right now, with the exception of the AEW title. Kenny Omega is a and we're at number four, right? Yes, Kenny Omega Roman, is 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 a, is a legitimate wrestler, but he he ain't catching nobody's knee streets, fam. I don't think so. Uh he's a he's a self-professed artist, so he is he is. He has um, established himself worldwide as proficient at the art of professional wrestling. He is, he is Winnipeg Nakamura. Wow. That's, that's lofty. <laughs> well, he said he's an artist. That's as far as I'll go with that. But no, because even Nakamura is a shell of his former self. So there's that. Um, what What's 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 Canada's great value? Because I don't think... Is Walmart in Canada? Um, They have, they have parts in Canada. Um... I, I need like I need like the high top version of Seth Rollins. That's what I'm trying. Canadian equivalent <laughs> to, of high top brand to great value. <laughs> List of Walmart oh, brands. <laughs> My head hurts, bro. God, high top. Oh. <laughs> high top Seth Rollins. A generic. Brand. <laughs> <laughs> what is a generic Canadian brand of food? Uh, that is disrespectful. That's that's too far. That's too far. Is it? It is. <laughs> it, it's not, but it is. It, it's good stuff, though. It's good content. I mean, <laughs> I, would, would, this, would this be Canada? Canada why? <laughs> <laughs> is it, or is it or is it truly clearly Canadian? <laughs> no, I won't even say it's clearly Canadian because until they told me he was from Canada, I had I was kind of questioning like where's this guy from? <sighs> Him being from Canada is what explained why he could wrestle so well. The fact in Japan. The fact that he and Chris Jericho hail from the same the same city. That's just crazy. Um, all right, so we're at number six. We have Rush, Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, Nick Aldis. <coughs> rain, uh, rain wise, we're gonna. It's gonna be Nick Aldis, right? Um, uh, strength of title. AEW and or in or New Japan, but New Japan gets knocked down because Will Ospreay hasn't defended the title yet, and he'll he's strength, the, strength. The title is absolutely New Japan, but so what about because AEW's had what four champions? Three, three, I believe. Chris, Chris Jericho, Moxley, Moxley and, and now Omega. Omega. You've had three champions. Strength of title could never with three champions. Strength of title will never compare to New Japan. Good, good point. Good point. As a matter of fact, I'll take New Japan's last three champions over AEW's three champions ever. This, oh, okay, 
All right. <laughs> All right. So what about ROH then? Because now the conversation becomes ROH. I know we, and again, we can't include, it's sad we can't include Nick Aldis. Because even if we included the last three NWA World Heavyweight Champions, you don't know them besides Nick Aldis. Was Ald- Ald- is Cody one of them? Yep, Cody's one of them. So Aldis, Cody, and whoever was champion before Aldis. Exactly. Willie Mack. No, Willie Mack was never the world champion. He was a national champion. Okay, makes it a little more difficult to figure out who he. Google it. Find out who I, he beat. I, I, don't don't worry. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Let's see here. Let's see who got it. William Patrick Corgan. Wow. Uh, Willie. Let's see here. I finna say I know Billy Corgan wasn't the last champion, was he? No. What? I know it wasn't scrap. There's no way it was scrap. No. Maybe Aldis resurrected the title from, bruh. I don't know. Oh, 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 no! It was Tim Storm. Oh. You know what? I do remember Tim Storm. I remember Tim Storm. I never remember him actually holding the title. But it was definitely no, because it, it was a it was a whole thing they talked about on Power, like yeah, it, and, and they explained his his previous title reign, and if he didn't win his rematch, he would never challenge again. Yep. And uh, <laughs> the, here's an interesting story. This is according according to Wikipedia. Uh, don't do this. <laughs> Uh, Adam Pierce wanted to order the NWA to sanction a match uh, as a world title match. Um, they did anyway with Colt, with Colt Cabana winning the match. Adam Pierce and Cabana both uh, both broke kayfabe after the match. With Pierce saying that Cabana was the rightful champion, Cabana saying that he did not want the title as it was about the past and he was about the future. Adam Pierce declared that he did not want the title either and left the in the ring as both people exited while the title stayed in the middle of the ring. Wow. How many times have they denounced the NWA championship? Because <laughs> Shane Douglas did it to start the ECW world title. So, and like, threw it in the are trash. they just not paying people? <laughs> but this is also before uh, Billy Corgan took over as well. So, there's that. Um, yeah, when Shane did it, it was like during the what? Uh, Corluzo days? Dennis yep. Corluzo? Yep, yep. Bro, I don't, I don't understand. Like, Something needs to be discussed within the brain trust of the NWA because you can't just keep throwing my title down like well, this. Billy Corgan is the brain trust of the NWA now, so all things ten pounds of gold are better now. <laughs> now, but Billy Corgan was not involved. The last two, the title got thrown out of the sunroof. Man, that <laughs> of a moving vehicle. Let's, let, let us not forget. One of the greatest uh, UFC heavyweights of all time carried that belt to a UFC octagon, and then then the B seven. Some of my theme music in WWF history. <laughs> uh, Dead man. ass top five, top five for me. Just, but um, yeah, for that for that reason for that reason uh, Aldis can't be five. So no, 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 no. Who's left? He can't even be six. Um, so we're at number I'm gonna six. Put, I'm gonna put. On, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna put on the spray at five. <laughs> no, he's at six. I got carrying cross at five. Oh, he's just 
I have got, to, okay. I take CrossFit fine. Yeah, I have to. Uh, yeah, just the body. I mean, it's the it's the it's the, it's the, it's the body aspect of that one. I mean, he gets he gets that on legitimacy and presentation, but strength of title. You don't think the ah. NXT title carries weight? The NXT title carries weight, not New Japan weight. Over okay, the champion carrying cross. You think? Give me that. What I'm saying. Give me give me your criteria. We're doing legitimacy, title reign, strength of title. Carrying cross was the NXT champion, uh, and the only thing that separated him from being having a longer reign was the injury. He comes back from injury, right. regains it after uh, the week of WrestleMania at Takeover. Um, and so we're on title run two, and we're only we're only counting from the time he beat Finn Balor. Te- technically, we're on title run one because he won the title and never had a chance to run with it. Was Finn Balor champion? F- Finn Balor was the champion. He's on title run number two. Oh well, <laughs> he's beaten two different people to become NXT champion. He's on title run number two. Okay, all right. Um. Osprey has only been on the spray. <laughs> on the spray has only been champions <laughs> since uh, what last month? Let's see. Yes, in a shocking turn of events, Kota went through all that trouble to get a new belt made. That's what. That's now we know why that belt so much smaller. Look who's carrying it. Damn, did I say that? It actually looked no, for real. It actually looked bigger on on the spray. That's fucking crazy. Okay, that's just too much. Okay, Will Osprey holds the title belt. The belt looks bigger. Oh my god! Oh, dude, I just kind of walked into that. I wasn't I wasn't even here for a dunk contest. I just went out the glass. I, I went here for that. I didn't even toss it to you, fam. <laughs> Becoming business casual. I'm not here for no dunk contest. And actually, I was wrong. I, I, it, it wasn't last month. It was this month. He hasn't even held the title for a whole month yet. So basically, the same time frame that um, that Karrion Cross. Well, hell, right. put Karrion Cross against Will Ospreay. Who I wins? I still say, oh, it's, it's definitely Karen Cross. I still say the New Japan World Title is ranks higher than the NXT Championship. But yeah, two I, to I, one. I, I don't. I, I totally agree that 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 the New Japan Title does have have higher weight. So we'll we'll do that because the title reigns are about yeah. the same. So if we're gonna do that based off the strength of the title, there you go. So we'll we'll go five and six. Um, Kenny right, Omega, Rush. Nick Aldis. So we already know Nick Aldis is going to be dead last. Unfortunately. Yeah, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna come up ten. I'm almost in, I'm almost ready to make an argument to put Kenny above uh carrying cross Kenny above no put Kenny above uh, on the spray. So we could actually replace that what you so here's the deal because Kenny like, has a longer title reign. Kenny has a lo- longer title reign. He carries two titles, so the the fact that he's below five is actually blasphemous to to this whole this whole ranking system we're doing. I mean, but we ain't putting the cape on. There's other criteria. It's not just the fact that you have more belts. Hell, Ultimo Dragon had nine. Well, look look at the belts that he has though, and we're not talking about Ultimo. We're talking about Kenny Omega in 2021. 
during a pandemic. Kenny Omega in 2021 is carrying a title for a company he helped found. He's an executive vice president for it. He has another belt from a company that is somehow managed to tread water for the last 15 years. <laughs> you and then he you has another like belt from south of the border, which we have already discussed. He ain't going to Mexico no time you soon. Act, you act like those does. 15 years over there have been shit, and they haven't been. We got we got the best of Kurt Angle <laughs> in those 15 years. Yeah, we we got we got a whole lot of Perk Angle in the Impact. But what I am saying, you know what I'm saying? You look at the the track record and how many times that Impact slash TNA slash Whatever, Whatever has fuck, been on yeah. the brink, yeah, has been on the brink of absolute financial chaotic, chaotic disaster. Yeah, like how many different, how many different ownership changes this has gone through? All how right. many different ownership groups have had their hands in impact? Whether it was the Jarrett's, whether it was the Carters, whether it was that damn owl, or whether it was Billy Corrigan. <laughs> that damn owl is who owns it now. <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? Come on, bro. Uh. Like, I'm all for people having places to work and if Impact, you know, kind of improves some of their aesthetics as far as presentation, I'll be glad to watch. But let's not sit here and act as though, you know, Impact has not had its struggles. So if we, it wasn't for Don Callis, Kenny Omega would not be on Impact Television winning anything. All right. So in that in that regard, then we just settled who's number eight and who's number nine. Putting, right. putting number seven on Rush, number eight is going to be Kenny Omega. Number nine is going to be Nick Aldis. And I, and again, I feel so sorry for Nick Aldis and in this ranking because he deserves better. He just can't get better. So there we go. Nope. So, so right now, in terms of your world champions, in order, we have, in our opinion, number one, Raw uh, WWE. Uh, heavyweight champion Bobby Lashley. Number two, MLW World Heavyweight Champion Jacob Fatu. Number three, NXT UK Champion Walter. Number four, SmackDown uh, was it uh, Universal Champion he Tribal Chief, Head of the Table Roman Reigns. Um, and I almost feel disrespectful by putting Roman at four, but go ahead. Um, Roman. Ver First of all, let's talk about NXT's uh, UK title. It goes back to uh, Jack Gallagher. Jack Jack Gallagher being their first champion. Am I correct with I that one? Wait, 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 wait. No, uh, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. I'm sorry. That's the, Tyler Bate. Uh, and then you had uh, what's my man? Uh, what's 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 my man? Uh, uh, the Bruiserweight. P. Dunn. Oh, P. Dunn. Yeah. I mean, you you have a list. You have a list of like credible, worthy champions, and Vultures held this belt for over a year now. Um, this is a uh, this this is a very prestigious title because of how it's defended, and then the matches that you have are classics. All every one of them. I don't have a problem with putting Valter above Reigns, regardless of how how uh, how old that title is or how old it's not. Should I say I don't have a problem with that title uh, putting that above Reigns because Reigns versus Valter could be a clinic for Valter, bro. Sam, uh, oh let me let me also put a pin in the bruiser because I have him earmarked for another mixtape. Shout out to Daniel Bryan. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, number five, we have. A new, a new Japan champion, uh, Will Ospreay, or Will on the spray, 
Number six, your NXT champion, Karrion Cross. That's disrespectful. <laughs> number seven, the ROH champion, Rush. Number eight, uh, AEW and Impact champion, Kenny Omega. Number nine, your NWA world heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. Now, if you want to dispute that, hit us up. Show BrokenPistolBC.com, BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com. Apparently, y'all don't want no smoke because I ain't heard from none of y'all. You know what I'm saying? We we know it's a couple hundred of y'all listening to us every week, and we greatly appreciate you. But we need some interaction. Like we talk, we talk that talk. You're 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 being modest. You're being modest with that couple of hundred. But go ahead. Yeah, I am. You're right. Um, they they are maybe they just maybe they're just in agreement. Maybe everyone's on the same page here. We ha- we hashtag with the shit. I, we we can't be that much with the shit to everybody listening to us. But like, man, y'all y'all really got this. Nah, this got to be somebody. I know I yell at the radio. Wait, That's plenty of time. I, we, I yell. We can't. We we can't be that much with the shit. Where, where did we lie? See, here's the here's the thing. Let I me let me all, let me let me play God's advocate for a second. Don't do that. I tell people all the time, don't stop me when your feelings get hurt. Stop me when I start lying. <laughs> and there's that. Uh, before we get you to Dan- bastards. Before we get to Daniel Bryan, because we mentioned so much NXT, I did come across something today that I wasn't going to even read, but I got to reading it and I was like, holy hell, this is too good to not read. You ready for this? Reading is fundamental. Reading is fu- fun. Fundamental. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so, oh, this this picture. <laughs> I'm seeing the gift of two pointing to his temple. <laughs> Reading is fun. Dementals. <laughs> ah, I can't. I, I still could believe that somebody somebody was like, you know what? He really smart. Nah, bro, you just dumb as fuck. <laughs> Yo. What is what is this man's name? He is a referee. Oh, there it is. Got it right here. Drake Works. Drake Works. That can't be. <laughs> no, that cannot be his government. His real life government. That has to be. That has to be a work name. Has to be. Cannot be his government. God given. Or as I saw it typed earlier today, which is an unrelated post. His full Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be. You're not finna railroad me like this. His hey, name is not Drake Works. Explain, explain that to a Muslim, fam. <laughs> <laughs> it, bro, it was the most arrogant, sacrilegious bullshit I had ever seen. Actually, 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 you know what? His WWE name is Drake Younger. His government is indeed Works. Oh, bro, let's just log off. He's got history and combat. <laughs> no, 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 stop. Stop the show. Shut this shit down. It's the worst podcast we've ever done. Swap. Log off, sign. Take, take us to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Pencil pushers. <laughs> no, Man, no, fuck no, it. No. We out of here, bro. Hit, hit, the, hit the old world-class music. <laughs> we out of here, bro. We take it back to season one. We done. It's, uh, it's up. You feel me? It's done. No, we can't. <laughs> Chica. This is the worst podcast we've ever done. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Uh, the worst. This is the worst. Chicago. Yeah, the worst. I get a Chicago style dog with the worst. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is gonna be awful. <laughs> Hey, okay. Hey, right. man. <laughs> your, your, your girl ain't dry. She works. 
<laughs> oh. oh shit! Oh man! All right, so back up, back on the story, man. Oh god! <laughs> you, you know, you know what they say: pray for the best, prepare for the worst. <laughs> when the worst come, the worst. My people come first. <laughs> I mean, don't be so down about it. It could be worse. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Yeah, the truth works. Yeah. All right, so uh, Drake <laughs> know, know your words. Drake words is apparently nope. another one of these um, WWE right wing QAnoners who decide to spew their rhetoric in the direction of anyone within an ear and or eye shot. As if the while also manipulating while also manipulating their WWE on a, in doing so, while also manipulating mm-hmm. what now? Also manipulating their WWE persona in doing so. Mm. You are presenting yourself as a WWE talent, employee, performer while voicing these particular um, sentiments. Uh, and he's also using his influence at times to accomplish this, according to an article that I'm reading from uh, Ringside News. Uh, mm-hmm. He appeared, all, all this is courtesy of ringsidenews.com, by the way. He appeared um, in a public meeting for Seminole County via Zoom, where he said that child traffickers love face masks. There's even a clip of the video which I refuse to play. We've played some shit on this show. I'm refusing to play this. Thank you for your service. Uh, <laughs> over over the few months, him being senior official down in NXT has been compromised and has now been handed over to Daryl Sharma. Uh, he was also the timekeeper for NXT which has also been removed from him and passed down to ring veteran Scott Armstrong. And he he also has not been offered the position of backup match timer. That has been given away as well. (sighs) To another guy. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. And he has not been allowed back in the Capitol Wrestling Center since the suspension earlier this year. Bruh. When Bruh. when when you are so unloved <laughs> that, that you're not even that, missed. That was the sound of you dropping the ball, fam. <laughs> you absolutely dropped the ball in this situation. You had one job. Wait, this also this article also says many in NXT are surprised that he is still with the company due to his radical beliefs. In the video which went public today of words spreading anti-maskers conspiracy theories won't also <laughs> bode well for him. Bro, you got so okay. So okay. Follow me with this logic. Wait, hold on. Hold you on. just put the hold on, hold on. Cause I'm thinking of two words that Taz used. Sloppy shop. Yeah, <laughs> those are the two words. So, so a lot of these e capital wrestling center outbreaks could be somehow tied to a person who doesn't support the idea of wearing masks in a pandemic. 
much. That's rough, bro. <clears throat> and 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 not for any any political affiliation reasons or any of that, but it's rough because you have someone who takes that stance. And obviously, when they're not at work, if if they're you know speaking this type of rhetoric, they're not practicing you know any of the things that are necessary to safeguard yourself, let alone protect other people. So, what happens if you come to the PC and infect somebody that gets gravely ill? For, fortunately, it, here's the crazy thing: with as many cases as we've heard coming out of uh, out of the PC out of uh south florida we are really fortunate to not have any casualties in the wrestling world from COVID. facts that's a factual statement however you have the most compromised immune system belonging to the biggest star in the company and what did if he for do? no what, other reason what, what did he do stayed sad as fuck away from dodge sat his ass down somewhere However, I'm just like, if for no other reason, that should be the reason that the mandate sticks. Because we have the biggest star that we have under contract who has a compromised immune system due to cancer. Twice. How about we protect this investment? Damn if you care about the human being, because I mean, we know it's corporate business. The human being doesn't always come up in these conversations. But the investment in the human being is something that will come up. Protect the investment. Secure the bag. Baggington Securitas. I learned that from you and Petty. Speaking of, speaking, <laughs> you know how I like segues. Segways, because yeah, if we stay on that too much longer, I'm probably going to say something get us. <laughs> I mean, you can't cancel it. We, I mean, you'll probably be when, angry when, when we when we create our own phenomenon. There's nothing that anyone can do to get rid of us. Know that. Um, That's the truth. Mickey James, WWE legend, sure surefire Hall of Famer, Impact legend, women's wrestling Facts. legend, has uh, as as we announced two weeks ago on our show. That she has been let go as part of uh, COVID budget cuts from on uh, behalf of WWE 2021. Every year, this time of year, they let people go. Mickey James was one of ten on the list. What makes this story more interesting here two weeks later is the fact that Mickey James goes to Twitter and shows a picture of her belongings that uh, that she received that were sent to her inside of a box. Inside of this box, two trash bags. Someone had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to put a multi-time, a six-time WWE Women's Champion, a multi-time Impact World uh, World Heavyweight or World Women's Champion, all of her belongings, not to mention coach and mentor and mother and wife of another world champion, um, put all of her belongings inside of two trash bags inside of a box. You couldn't send her one of them old school WWF duffel bags that the million dollar man used to carry all that money in? I'll do you one better. You could have just put this shit in a box. Nope. A trash bag is symbolic. 
I mean, the trash bag is symbolic. I guarantee you this is, other than being a shit human being, this is what the person was thinking. If I put it in a trash bag, then in the box, it's an extra layer of protection just so she doesn't contract anything while it's shipping. Hold that. I guarantee you that's going to be used as an excuse or that's part of the reason it happened, other than just being a shit human. So the notification to WWE apparently came from Mickey James via Twitter the same way it got to the rest of the world. To which Triple H apologized. Stephanie McMahon apologized. Stephanie McMahon upped the ante and even so much went so even so much further as to say that the person who did that is no longer employed with the company. Come to find out, the person who got fired was former WWE executive Mark Carano. Well, I mean either he's responsible or this was just a great either he was specifically or a subordinate responsible and that got him fired because from the article i read about carano he was on anyway and then his ex-girlfriend decided to put some more salt in the wound bruh can you please that's why man please put some stank on that one for me so i don't have the story in front of me but um once everything started to spiral out of control and and here's the other thing I have to get make sure I get this out. So we're going to fire like two dozen people in the midst of a global pandemic. Nobody bats an eyelash. It's not a big deal. You get all this social media backlash, no public outcry, no nothing. In the midst of record profit earnings. We send one person's gear back to them in a trash bag. People getting fired same day. Same day it hits media we firing people just do with that information what you will <laughs> let me read you quotes from uh wrestlingnews.co from his then girlfriend um uh, if i can see if i can find her name on here somewhere deborah simmons is her name that was so unnecessary but <laughs> In the in the in the for the sake of good news, yeah, go ahead, keep doing thing. Hey WWE, Mark Carano stores the belts that he stole from WWE under the bed in his guest bedroom at his West Haven home at Triple H at Stephanie. McMahon. That immediate, first of all, that immediately sounds like someone who uses drugs. <laughs> I don't give a damn what anybody says. You can judge me all you want. Try to cancel me. I guarantee you that shit won't work. I've said worse. That tweet read like someone who was drunk and or high when they sent it. Let me continue. <laughs> Let's up the ante here. Leave, leave your chips on the table, sir. It's one thing to emotionally abuse and torment, and torment humans who can stand Bitter. up and walk away. But to abuse a helpless animal, that's a whole other level of unacceptable. But Mark Carano tried to kill his ex's cat. say um you know what i hate this this seems this seems like go go ahead and tell me what you hate now I'll, I'll tell you what this seems like to me <laughs> you know what i really really hate is this culture that we have specifically in america where you can either be a witness an accompanying party or um What's the other word? An accomplice 
about say, I'm about to say or a criminal. <laughs> that's that's the other option. You know what I'm saying? You you can be all of those things, <clears throat> a co-defendant, whatever. And during the process of these things happening, you don't speak up, you don't speak out, any of that. Or, you know, people that invite trouble to them. And then once that trouble gets there, or they separate person that was causing all the air quotes trouble, they become whistleblowers or do-gooders, or as we refer to them in, in the urban community, rats. <laughs> snitches. <laughs> rats and sn- rats, snitches, stool pigeons, uh, tattletales, any of those things. If he's hurting animals while you guys were together, why did you wait till he was your ex to speak about it? If he's stealing company property and it bothers you the way it does, why did you wait till he was your ex to rat him out? I'm not saying Mark Carano is a good person. I don't fucking know him. And everything I've read from other people seems to le- lend itself to the fact that he's not that great of a human it being. Looks like a piece of shit. I to don't me. care one way. <laughs> pizza. You, you feel me? Pizza shit. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, hell, I mean, count your blessings. It could be worse. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't, it doesn't rattle her credibility. I just really hate that. Like, I hate people that invite violence on onto them. And then when the violence shows up, you want to start pointing fingers and putting people in jail. Like, you asked for this. This seemed like to me that they both had a, a, a highly toxic substance-laden relationship on both sides. And even more so that, <laughs> more so that he possibly turned her on to said uh chicanery so that's you, I'm, hey, not, I'm not you I'm, may, you, I'm not you trying to justify this at all like, i'm not trying to justify this at all. i'm just saying this is no how I, the, I know you're not this had a conversation reads and i'm not saying that she is or he is or is or, or they were or we're not that's just how the conversation reads we and reason why we say that we know Flex, these just we know we've seen these people before we we, we know we, you we know we, toxic people we, we know and have dealt with toxic people. So the same way I said that that, that tweet at first, like somebody who had either been drinking and or was high and was in their feelings. I've seen that before. So I know exactly where that energy comes from. You can't prove it one way or the other. But again, we here to we here to chop up the chop up the news and figure out what's going in the salad, what's going in the trash. <laughs> and apparently it's Mickey James's entire WWE career, which I, ironically she she says that uh, even though with her with the apology from Stephanie, she uh, she did accept Stephanie's apology via Twitter and said that uh, symbolically, this is me paraphrasing, that summed up her last three years in WWE. Facts, talk your shit, Mickey. <laughs> and the other thing, wh- why are we having this conversation? Twitter, like Stephanie, you can respond via Twitter. But y'all I, have I need to like, phone numbers, man. Like if y'all gonna do this shit and make it public, like record it on Zoom, but at least have that have that conversation woman to woman. At, hey, turn it into content. Actually call, record like you just said, call, res, record the Zoom call, edit out the stuff that you don't want shown. But I mean, own up to it. Play it on the bump. Give people a reason to watch that show. And then speaking of more content. Everything is content. Speaking of more content, WWE biography on AE. Is freaking phenomenal. Um, episode one, was, I, got, I gotta uh, watch those. Steve Austin was the first one. Second episode is Roddy Piper. Next week we got, uh, or this coming up week, we've got Macho Man Randy Savage. 
Uh, and then also WWE uh, was it lost most wanted treasures that show was oh man that show's getting better by the week I gotta gotta check that one out too it's a really it's a really good take on uh, something that History Channel and A&E have been doing over the last five or five or ten years it's a really strong take on it and uh, they, they, I like the way, I like the way that they're adding history lessons into it for the casual fan. But you know how we feel about the casual fan. Yeah, huh. yeah. So that's all. That's all I got for this week. What, what else you got? Um. So you remember we we saw a story not long ago about Daniel Bryan, um, putting some vapors in the air about the ending of WrestleMania could could possibly be a sign of what his future looks like in WWE. Right on. Like he could be, you know, looking to make his exit, but his actual goal would be to wrestle everywhere and WWE. And he said he's trying to weasel his way into some sort of an agreement like that where basically he would go around doing doing what Cody did, but also be able to work in WWE, which I'm not opposed to. Um, I think he I also think he has a, a great future in creative because, you know, the stuff that he's had his hand in has, has worked. He seems to understand at least the wrestling side of things. I don't necessarily, you know, look at Daniel Bryan and say, oh, he's going to know all the he's going to be able to set the trends and the curves as far as pop culture and wrestling goes, but he definitely would be able to give you a good wrestling product. The, um, the, the, the cool part about that aspect is on the production side is the fact that he had that time off, uh, for his brief retirement. And I'm sure between total divas and, uh, Bree still wrestling from time to time that he had his hand in gorilla You'd be stupid not to soak up some game from the from the best who ever did it and got away with it, in Vince McMahon. Um, <laughs> the best who ever did it and got away with it. Actually, actually get that. Ti- actually get that title the New Jack, but you know. <laughs> hey, Jack. Speaking of man, we got yeah. you, man. Come, come through. Pull up. Anyway, I, I, <laughs> Jack. No, we got him on deck. That's another conversation. Um, but if if anybody could legitimize the traveling circus from the wwe like that it hasn't really been done since the 70s am i right in that dusty Rhodes did it but he was never a contracting employee he he would do dates with the e while he was still in florida um superstar billy graham same thing um bret hart was on loan from canada to WWE, but he also was able to wrestle in places like where Bill Watts and uh, and who's the Houston promoter, Paul Bosch were doing shows from right. time to time. So, you know, like, so I, I would and, and again, these weren't people who actually were contracted who were there. Like, this would be the equivalent of a beltless Bob Backlund or a beltless Bruno San Martino going elsewhere and then bringing work back to the E with him. So if anybody could pull it off and make it look good in the process, it, it, it individually Daniel Bryan, tag team. I'll tell you who I would love to see do that. Either New Day, the Usos, or both of them. I can see that. I mean, what else? What else did they have to do besides beat each other's ass? Uh, you know, a thousand more times and trade title title wins back and forth. 
Yikes. Let the Street Profits go ahead and get their get their Hall of Fame ante up. And Usos and New Day can go like let the Usos go be part of Contra Unit for a hot second. Kick it with their cousin. Let uh let, let New Day go <laughs> take on the good brothers on impact. This is not this is not the NFL where we share revenue. And that's why it won't happen. Because at the end of the day, Vincent Kennedy McMahon is holding a card that says my television time is more valuable than yours. Until something changes. And because my television time is more valuable than valuable than yours, the people I present on my television are more valuable than the people you present on your television. So for me to send mine to you helps you but what does it do for me there I, there's not there's only actually there's only one there, there's only one person i can think of right now where that could benefit from exposure on wwe television while somewhere else and that's because of how he left john moxley the only person i can think of that could benefit um that could help the wwe benefit from someone from an outsider coming coming back in or coming back to, to, to their television john moxley's it and the whole reason I brought up the Daniel Bryan departure situation is because I wanted to put together a mixtape of we can either do top five or top ten opponents you would like to see him face on a world tour. Tell you what, next week we have um, what's what's the 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 massacre shit that uh, <laughs> AEW is doing? Blood and guts. There you go. Basically, AEW is doing war games and calling it blood and guts. Uh, we can recap that and we can do a mixtape for Daniel Bryan's top five or top ten. We'll do top ten because he's he's a he's a very easy uh, wrestler to to pair up with. Top ten. You don't think we can pull you? You don't think we can pull that off now? We can. We can do all things. Give you something to tune back into. Swab, do me a favor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take us to the house. Hey, 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 hey. The hurt business, the hurt business mixtape, though. Oh, we're gonna do that too? All right, let's do let's do that. Let's do that now. Let's okay, do- okay. Well, what you wanna do the cliffhanger and make them wait? Like it's, it's gonna be a mixtape, a whole mixtape episode next uh next week. So we got AEW Blood and Guts. Yup. We've got the Hurt Business 2.0. Maybe uh-huh. finally. Cause we, Daniel cause, Bryan, cause we, Daniel we, we, we've been, tour. we, we've been teasing the hit her business 2.0 mixtape for a few episodes. Now we're going to push it back again, like a hairline and, man. uh, and then Daniel Bryan's, uh, award tour with Muhammad, my man. We on the world tour. Muhammad, my man. Okay. So that, there, there it is right there. So now you know what you get next week that we can go ahead and, uh, and do our due diligence and, uh, it, Hit us up at Broken Pistol BC on all things social. Broken Pistol BC at gmail.com. That's Broken Pistol BC on what? Everything. 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 And uh, start like that. We haven't even done hashtags in a minute. Mark my words. uh, With the shit. Broken Pistol Logic. You can't write this. Fuck the casual fan. And (laughs) my personal favorite. Uh, where is this bad boy up? Price just went up. Price, price just, price just went up. <laughs> you feel? Because me. for a nominal fee, Uh-oh. soon to become a phenomenal fee, we will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, and put it on your plate. Yes, sir. Now, Swab. <laughs>
if you don't mind, concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take us to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pencil pushers. Go forth and carry the gospel on into your friends and to your loved ones. Heads up. Pencils down. Still the worst. The absolute worst. Of all worst. time. Straight up. <laughs> just hot garbage. Trash.